0: this is the old trailblazer broadcast this is pastor albert pendarvis the old trailblazer coming out again riding old dan the old faithful horse dan cutting away the briars and the bushes and the brambles that clutter up your heart to where the truth can't enter there and we're just going out uh, according to god's word preaching the gospel giving out thus saith the lord day by day and we bring you thus saith the lord we don't we don't compromise god's word with anyone no sir we don't water it down and we don't do those things that we're talking about we bring you that study study on uh, the RSV Bible, the errors, and we're looking, we're going to finish up our section there on the modernist attitude towards these great fundamental doctrines that we were looking at there in our last study. You know, my friend, in the 23rd chapter of Matthew, the Lord Jesus spoke well of this group of modernistic hypocrites when he said in that 13th verse, Matthew twenty three thirteen. But woe unto you, scribes and Pharisees and hypocrites, for ye shut up the kingdom of heaven against men. For ye neither go in yourselves, neither suffer them that are entering to go in. This is a. This is true of this group of modernistic. Uh, liberal scholars. They are a group of hypocrites who will not go into the kingdom themselves. They have all these high degrees behind their name and they're puffed up with pride and Dr. So-and-so and all of those things. But listen, Listen, they're doing everything in this world to hinder others from going in. Christ said in Matthew 15:13, they be blind leaders of the blind, and if the blind lead the blind, they both shall fall into the ditch. Are you going to follow these blind, unsaved religionists, my friend? Or will you ask the Lord to, to show you Show you the truth that you might follow on to know the Lord. The greatest thing in this life is to come to know the Lord, the Lord Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. My friend, it's not a, it's, Christ is not a mythical God, something, a figment of your imagination. No, sir. He's a son of God, the very son of God. And we want to look now <clears throat> at the translator's reasons their reasoning behind this new translation. This is going to be interesting, my friend. I hope you'll stay and listen. In our introduction, we want to discuss some of the reasons that the Council, National Council of Churches, gave as the basis for this new translation known as the Revised Standard Version. The first reason they give according to the language of the chairman of the committee, who was Dr. Luther Weigel, is that there are over 6,000 errors and contradictions in the King James translation. Oh, my friend, this statement, which is not according to facts, has been taken up by every modernist all over the country and harped on. Professors in seminaries and preachers in the pulpits have added their voices to this old criticism saying, you know there are 6,000 errors and contradictions in the King James Version of the Bible. My friend, let me call your attention to two facts. First, This has been the cry of modernism for many a year, with a view of getting the individual to doubt the Word of God. The second fact that I call your attention to is the testimony of Dr. B. H. Carroll, founder of the Southwestern Theological Seminary there in Fort Worth, Texas. Gone on now to be, going on to be with the Lord. One of the greatest gospel preachers who ever stood in the pulpit. He was a noted infidel and modernist before the Lord saved him. And this was his cry in the days of his infidelity that there were over 6,000 errors and contradictions in the King James translation. In his spiritual blindness and infidelity he had gone through and marked the Bible, studying it just to find errors, and with the brilliant mind that he had, the average individual could not stand in the face of his argument. I want you to listen to the statement that Dr. Carroll made the very night that the Lord saved him. Listen now, quote, that night when God saved me, the first thing I did when I reached home was to get my Bible. To my glad surprise, ever supposed to be ever, and contradiction had fled, and I could not find one single error or contradiction in my Bible. And the rest of that night, I read Pilgrim's Progress. If only these modernistic, infidel, Christ-hating translators and other infidels, Christ-defying professors could be saved and come to know Christ as their Lord and Savior, all these supposed errors and contradictions in the King James translation would flee away as they did before the eyes and understanding of Dr. B.H. Carroll. Now, my friend, what a gracious statement. Let me read part of it again. The night when God saved me, I'm quoting Dr. Carroll, the first thing I did when I reached home was to get my Bible, and to my glad surprise, every supposed-to-be error and contradiction had fled, and I could not find one single error or contradiction in my Bible. Another reason these folks give for their new translation is that so many English words have been changed in their meaning in the last few decades, and it was their purpose to bring out in their translation up to date in the language that would be up to date of the people they would want you to believe that there are hundreds and hundreds of english words that have changed their meaning but this is not the case there are a few english words in the king james version which have somewhat of a different usage today than they did when the king james translation was made back in 1611 but let me ask you this question who who would want to change tennyson or Shakespeare to eliminate the archaic words in their writing. Any high school student with a, just a little study can understand Shakespeare and Tennyson and Milton. And who would want to sit down and rewrite all the laws of our state to take out a few archaic words? You would think a person was crazy to do that, wouldn't you? Let me give you a word of personal testimony. Listen now. <clears throat> As far as the old trailblazer, I don't think there ever was a more ignorant individual. I've been called ignorant. I have, but I find no trouble in understanding the King's Version, King James Translation. No, if you come upon a word you don't understand, do like I do. Get a good dictionary, good Bible dictionary. Furthermore, it was the King James Translation that the Holy Spirit used to awaken my poor soul and then to bring me on to Christ. Let me tell you something friend, this new translation has taken away the lofty dignity of the scriptures and the beauty and the sacredness of God's word. To read this new revised version does not even seem as if you're reading the Bible. They have lowered it to the common level of a depraved man. Someone wrote the other day and said, Pastor I went to church Sunday and my pastor began to read out of that new bible it sounded like he was reading a newspaper and i got up and went home i'm not going back oh i wish i could lead a revolt all over this country against this antichrist bible i don't think it's ever going to happen no it's too far entrenched we have we have we have accepted it hook line and sinker because it doesn't happen overnight I was telling my congregation just recently of an incident that I think should shed a lot of light on, on how things change. They don't change overnight. No drastic changes. No, sir. It's like you take a, a frog. And dip him down into a pot of hot scalding water. the minute he touches it, he'll begin to jump and jerk and jerk and try to come out of there. But you put him in a pot with cold water in it, and set it on the stove and bring the heat up real slowly, and let that water get warm, a little warmer and a little warmer. and finally it'll get hot enough that he'll die right there because it was brought on slowly. He didn't have sense enough to see the change, that to feel the change in the water temperature until it was so hot. That it took his life. Now, my friend, that's the way it is. That's what's happening all over this world. We're turning out these new ninety-day wonder preachers. They don't know uh, a from bullfoot. But listen, my friend, they've been doped and duped into believing what these so-called renowned scholars believe. And when they tell them, you, they wouldn't go against one of you, one of them, for nothing in the world because they're they're trained to never go against a voice of authority. Another reason that that, that they have is that they have access to more documental evidences and more earlier manuscripts, and therefore, they can give us a better translation. Oh, listen, my friend. An old man who is a Greek scholar made this statement. However, I think the early translators had something that we do not have. They studied language all their life. The best the best linguist is an amateur compared to luther and calvin to say nothing of scores of pious men who wrote their early dissertations in latin and greek let me add another statement. We do not have scholars today who can hold a light to those scholars back there. And i tell you another thing. Those scholars like Luther and Calvin and Augustine and others had a reverence for the word of God that these modern translators don't have. Those scholars believed in the virgin birth of Christ. These modern translators do not. These old scholars believed in the deity of Jesus Christ. They bowed their knees to him as God, the very God. But these modern-day translation translators are not. The translators of the King James Version believed and felt and knew that they were handling the infallible, inerrant, verbally inspired word of God. These modernistic translators of this new Bible felt that they were handling just a record a record and they do not believe that the bible is the infallible word of god the story is told that one of the, one of the translators of the king james version came to acts 20:28 20, which reads like this take heed therefore you under yourselves and to all the flock over which the holy ghost has made you overseers to feed the church which has purchased which he has purchased with his own blood and one of the translators said I do not see how God could purchase his church with his own blood. Another translator spoke up and said, Sir, we are not asked to interpret the Bible. We are asked to translate it. But this group of modernistic, Christ-defying, God-hating scholars who translated this new Bible took the prerogative right to interpret according to their own hellish, diabolical theology. And they have not given us a translation, but a paraphrased interpretation of what they think it means they think they think they think i have people dealing with folks about their soul they say well i thought i thought i said yes that's where you went wrong when you begin to thought you you need to trust the lord not think trust the lord He'll save you. I tell you, if you're interested in your soul, get you a good King James authorized King James Version Bible. If you don't have one, you write me. I'll send you a catalog. We have them here in the bookstore from $2 to $200 according to the binding and the paper and the reference column and all of those things. And if you tell me you can't afford a little cheap Bible, King James Version, you out there somewhere in the bend of the creek and you don't have any money, you write me. I'll send you one free and postpaid just to show you. That we want we want you to hear the truth, we want you to see to see and know that God is on the throne my friend we're not we're not serving some little uh two by four God sitting on the sideline of time, wringing his hand, hoping that you or somebody will come along and give your heart to Jesus, my friend, that's diabolical to the core. our God is on the throne, he sits on his throne, he see angry with the wicked every day, you wicked you he's angry with you every day if you're not saved, his wrath is piled up against you, and one day it will be poured out upon you at the great white throne judgment. My friend, listen, this is eternal things we're talking about. This Bible that we're talking about to be misinterpreted, mistranslated, it's our roadmap to heaven. If the roadmap is erroneous, you'll never get to heaven. The Bible says you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. But if Satan uh, attempts and, and, and manages to get rid of the truth as he's doing, you won't hear that you won't hear the truth. I've been in bookstores all across this country and I can't find a King James version of the Bible. They have everything in there nothing but trash. I'm telling you, large bookstores, Baptist bookstores, other, Bible, other Protestant bookstores, and well-known, well-known. Go in some of your me- mega bookstores and see if you can find a King James version of the Bible in there. No, sir, you'll find the Living Bible and the, and the RSV Bible, and you'll find the Women's Bible and the Afro-American Women Bible. You'll find all of those things. But, my friend, it's the only trash. This is the old Trailblazer broadcast, my friend. Surely I'm stirred up at this time because I see error. And when I see error, it's like a snake to me. I want to take a hoe and chop his head off. And that's what I want to do to error in God's Word. It's, it's not God's Word anymore. It's these scholars, these modern liberal scholars' word now. They, don't, they ought to not put Holy Bible on it. It's not holy anymore. Would you, would you write me and let me know if you're listening? Help me with this broadcast. I'm attempting to get out the gospel to a lost and dying world. Remember, my mailing address is the old trailblazer. Post office box, 1810 walker louisiana 70785 goodbye and god bless you pastor Pendarvis reminds you our radio missions internet radio station offers music current old trailblazer broadcasts current voice of truth broadcasts classic sermons and more 24 hours a day for information on how to listen to radio missions internet radio visit our website at radiomissions.org that's radiomissions.org